0: So what he changed it to was God's plan. Okay, all right. Okay, yeah. Actually, we're going to probably have that even before this, uh, the transition is. Yeah. Okay, so um, there's a plan that, you know, you are little spirits. And I remember, Tony, your mother proved that. With these scriptures, or she listened to someone, Perry Stone or someone like that. And um, it is true that we are little spirits up in heaven Uh before we come to the earth. And uh, it was like someone had a vision and they saw these little spirits saying, I want to go to earth, I want to go to earth. The trouble is, then sometimes you're born into a family where there's strife and, and bad things. Sometimes you're not. But people change. But because God sends us to the earth, He has a definite plan for you. And I never realized that before. You know, who knew that? I wish I'd have known this way back. (laughs) But you know, when I when I was little, I used to say, I I remember being like eight years old or something like that. I can remember saying. What are we here for? I mean, I had a, a lot of relationship with God. I saw an angel when I was four. It just, just I, I don't know, I just, there was something. Oh, we were Catholics and they taught, at least I knew about God, you know, it was good. And, um, and I can remember saying, what are we supposed to do? We grow up and maybe go to college or, or get a job or do this, this thing in life. What? Get the American... I even Because I heard of American Dream already, you know? But then what? Yeah. Get up, drink coffee, look at the paper. What's your goal? Pretty soon you're old. Yeah. Right, right. What have you done? Right. Nothing. Right. And it was like I wanted to do something in yeah. life. Yeah. Do something. <laughs> well, let's go to Hebrews 12.1. And that was another reason... You know how you, you want to have a time with the Lord... And (laughs) I was going to read you like straight, you know, where I'd been left off. And the Lord told me to go here. And duh, I didn't realize this is. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, I read from Hebrews. um, Read quite a bit of Hebrews from 10 Hebrews. Go to Hebrews, Jackie. Okay, it's Hebrews 12.1. And it's out of the amplified. She put that. Yeah, good, Jared. Okay. Therefore, no. Okay. Right before that chapter is all the heroes of faith, and that's that's where the Lord told me to start. You know, I, Hebrews ten, and then I was reading it real slow and getting revelation of all that stuff. And that Hebrews eleven, I was like, man, he, those those uh, what they didn't go through for us, the heroes of faith, in chapter eleven, it's amazing. I mean, and they did. What did they have when they died? Just the hope that we're doing right now. Okay, so then in Hebrews, and then sometime read it. It talks about. Uh, people who were sawed in half for the Lord—they were tortured. <laughs> can you imagine being sawed in half? I know magicians do it; it's big fake. <laughs> but you know, honest to God, that happened. Being—can you imagine being sawed in half <laughs> and not having an anesthetic? <laughs> well, it's the truth. Read that sometimes. Hebrews 12:1 though says let me read verse 40 out of Hebrews 11 first. Can you jump back there? Just one verse. Yeah. Hebrews 11:40. last verse of the of 11. Because God had us in mind and had something better and greater in view for us, us here right now, yeah. so that they, these heroes and heroines, heroine, hero, heroines, yeah. <laughs> heroines of faith should not come to perfection apart from us before we could join them okay these people went to heaven therefore then since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses those people are like in a grandstand right now watching us and cheering us on come on go do it. Oh, don't do that. Don't go backwards. Don't, no, go. God got something great for you. That's what they're probably saying. Just like you've gone to a football game or a basketball game or go, go. You know, I used to be a cheerleader in high school. Anyway, <laughs> a cloud of witnesses who have borne testimony to the truth. Let us strip off, throw aside. Every encumbrance, unnecessary weight, everything that's holding us down, and the sin which so readily and deftly and cleverly sin clings to and entangles us. It entangles us. It confuses us, you know. And let us run with patient endurance and steady and active persistence. Steady and active, but patient. The appointed course of the race that is set before us. And God set; he had a plan for us. And and, and do you know what it even says? And I'll go to that scripture later. That path, he walked before us, just like he walked through the, the sea before the Israelites walked through. He had walked through those places you know there's there's this one it reminds me of this one um, picture and it's it shows Jesus carrying people through the sand <laughs> footprints you know there's a path that he had for us and in that path is health i didn't follow it either hey I was 42 before I, 40 i mean before i ever started this christianity Really, I mean, I didn't, I, I loved God and stuff, but that's, I didn't know much. But see, there's a pointed path. We think it is just making money. It's not. it's not. Then I'm going to read the next verse too. Looking away from all that will distract you to Jesus, who is the leader and the source of our faith. He's the leader because of his word. The only way, how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing what? The word. Because you can hear the report of the doctor and give fear. You can hear the report of what's going on in the nation and give fear. But it says hearing. Faith comes by hearing. What's faith that's believing this whole word? It's important if you become a Christian to get into the word or you do not really have a good relationship with God and you're not going to stay stable. Just tell me that there, it's impossible to stay stable without getting into this word. You have to renew your mind and reprogram like a computer because you, especially if you're older, some people are born into it. Well, that's great. But I wasn't. <laughs> and you, you have to reprogram Get a new hard drive <laughs> into this mind. Or you go, all you ever do otherwise, you become, I'm a born-again Christian. And you. And then something happens. Do you know what to say if your kids, they're dying in the, in the water because they're drowning? Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what to do if you see them in a car accident? They're dying. You've got to know that stuff. It's got to be in here. And Amen. otherwise, you go to everything you go to the world system for. You might as well forget it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And then you just live a hell of a life on, yeah. on earth. Yeah, it's the right. truth. Yeah. See, he wants us to be healed. Yeah. He wants us to be abundantly rich. Yeah. Right. He, wants, he wants those things for us. God does. Yeah. Just like a parent would. He's yeah. Yeah. our father. People say... Everything that happens, happens from God. God sent Jesus his son to restore the Garden of Eden. That's way off my sermon, but to restore that Garden of Eden, okay? Where is the Garden of Eden? If you are born again, it's in your heart. However, you have got to get into this in order to pull it out and to apply it to the situations in life that happen, you have to. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it, you'll go to the world system. Man, I've got to borrow money. I've got to, I, I don't have enough money. I'll go straight to the bank. Why don't you ask the Lord?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Why don't you tithe? When you tithe, yeah. you're going to have. have yeah. Come on. Hey, Come on. 40 years Come on. in the world, yeah. knew something about God, yeah. and now 42 more, and I'm 82 42 more years of this but intensely with intensity and I see the huge difference you don't go to the world anymore so okay so see be faithful the time really is short now because they tried to get one world system in already which means the Antichrist thing, but they're not going to do it till this revival. It, uh, the church is still here. As long as, the, who is the church? The church is born-again people. It's not denominations. It's born-again people and in, in the denominations. Okay, so we have to be faithful to what? To him and his plan for your life. So, you know, we got to strip off the stuff that holds us down the entanglements, and run the appointed race or what what you are assigned to, the set race. However, you're not going to know it unless you ask God. Okay. And it's really that appointed race should be first in our minds and what we are on this planet for. I remember I asked that when I was eight years old. It's just like we're here for a reason. I know we are but it's just I never got an answer till I got born again. And then I didn't know, I didn't know much about it. See, get born again. You get born again. You love God. But, but what, what specifically uh, is his plan? You, you notice that when you got born again, he left you here. <laughs> if you got born again, he could have just said, oh, they're born again now. They're going to go to heaven, so I might as well take them right now. He's, you're here to reproduce born again people (laughs) we are yeah you can get born again and just go to heaven but you're here for a purpose not to work a job from nine to five and pay off your mortgage or get your house or whatever your car and your boat or whatever you want yeah yeah you can have those things God wants you to but that is not your main purpose and your main purpose isn't what they give you these tests in high school, or you go somewhere and you get it and it tells you what you're good at. Yeah. 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 Come on. Come on. Yeah. See, Amen. it's it's what it's what God wanted you to do. Yeah. 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 I can give you an example. Jesse Duplantis is a huge one, expert in music, plays every instrument by ear. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. He drank a, poured a whiskey every single day and did drugs. Yeah. Yeah. When, <laughs> and yet, he was—he was—he was, he was, he was like—I mean, now he's—he's he's a millionaire. Whoa, well, that preachers—they take that people's money to keep. It. No, you know what happens? God starts to bless you because you're in His plan. Yeah, you know, get your job, start out, start out slow, keep going. You know what? But your purpose is bigger than a house, even a family, a car, <laughs> toys, a business. I say toys like all the toys that sometimes men like and women. <laughs> so see, God has a heaven-born plan for you, and you have to want it. But you have to be interested. See, a lot of people Float through life, contented to just ramble through life. Uh-huh. <laughs> Suck on the air. <laughs> yeah. Get money. Yeah. Buy this, yeah. buy that, and then you get, okay, 82, okay. So I've, I've been diagnosed with some garbage. <laughs> yeah. Severe arthritis. Osteoporosis to where... If you fall, you're you're gonna break your hip. You're gonna break this. You're gonna fall on it. I mean, no, I believe it, but I'm trying to. I'm gonna try to help myself. I got one knee replacement. I've got okay. You, I, I'm not all right. I believe I'm gonna. The healing power of God is gonna come, and I've been diagnosed with more than that. Those are those are big. She said, "Are you sure it is an osteopenia?" I said, "No, that's what it is. It's porosis." <laughs> so okay i'm gonna keep going a lot of people will be in a wheelchair mm-hmm. okay so see i was stupid about a lot of things and i'm trying to help you so you aren't stupid about them. <laughs> so, somebody somebody my age can tell you what not to do <laughs> see god wants us to enjoy life and have things but also he puts you here got you born again for his purpose and we can't just float through life and and get carried away with everything that shows up see we should design our life based on his plan for us well you know what I could say right now I'll, I'll be honest with you I'm getting all these these like prophetic words when I'm going and they're, they're saying, "Ha! Ah, God's bringing the help. The last one was from Nancy Dufresne. It was God's bringing the help. And I'm thrilled. He, now you can sit back and watch. And I thought, I'm not going to sit back, God. I'm not done. <laughs> no, but the whole thing about me is I'm hungry yet. I want more. I want more, 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 more. I just can't help it. See and that's the way you got to get interested. Yeah, See, every day should be pl- Every day needs to be planned for what we're born for. Right. Right. I could cry because I wasted so many days. Total waste. Yeah. We're we're empowered for more than to just exist cuz God has a purpose and a cause for us. And I'm way behind in what I should do. I remember a lot of times I'll say, well, God let me live a long life (laughs) and be youthful, you know, (laughs) so that, because I was, didn't listen to him for such a long time. (laughs) (laughs) See, well, but we are to take our place in a divinely appointed purpose. And God called it, actually in verse 12 there, he called it our race. race. And it's a faith race. And when you're in a faith, or right of faith, when you're in a race, like you run the marathon or you run uh, just a relay, whatever, or, or the it's not very far that you run. <laughs> what? I don't know. What? Sprint? Uh, all those things. But anyway. Um, okay. Uh, what was he going to say? Oh, you don't wear some heavy boots, and gee, it's raining and it's kind of cold, and now you wear some light shorts and a light top (laughs) and not a heavy coat. See, but that's what we're doing. We're wearing all this heavy stuff that stops us from running our race with God. And it's distractions here and distractions there, wasting time, doing this, wasting time doing that. What am I trying to say? At least have that time with the Lord every single day and make it your priority. Cuz sometimes my day starts and I'll tell you what, I get a lot of texts. Even now I <laughs> Now I got a text and in fact he tried to call me but I couldn't answer because of and it's it's someone as young as John and he met me and he said he found, some, I never told him how old it was. Somehow it was going around at that Miracle Crusade that I was at in New York. And um, and he said, I heard that you were 82. He says, could you give me some pointers as to longevity in the ministry? I said, me? I went like that. And then I went, oh, well. And he got his phone on. He started, I, I, I mean, it just came out of my mouth, you know. I said, well, what I don't know, always have, okay, you need to really know God and love him and make him first place. And I mean love him. Really, really, and truly be real with God. Don't be religious, a fake. He knows it. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, just things like that. And he started writing that down. Have, keep yourself full of God. Get in the word every single day. Because I can say that I haven't lately. That because there's so much. And, and, you know, he said what, and I told him some other things. To forgive people, to forgive yourself, to say the love confession, love people, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and he, he wrote it all down when he called me. But at the same time, and I need to tell you all this they're, they're going to put Sharon on hospice. <laughs> she fell and broke three
1: places.
0: her arm in three places and she, they can't do surgery on her. And, uh, Stephanie went with me and we went and laid hands on her. And I, I actually, I was believing in healing, yeah. but there's other people that are above me making that decision. So, uh, and I, it, that was right at that time he called. And so he texted me and said, hey, this is Mark Jr. How old is he? 34. Oh, he's 34. Okay. Well, anyway, it, but see, you start to know stuff. I <laughs> start to know stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> your faith race is the most important thing in your life. It's the will of God for your life. And for, for you take on a task in your life, you have got to ask, is this going to help me or is this going to hinder me? And what God has purposed for me. And it might be something that takes up your time. Could be something really nice, something really good. Will it hinder me? Will it encumber me like I have heavy boots and I'm trying to run this race? You know what? Or, or will it assist me? You see, you've got to make the choices in your life, and it's late because of what's happening. The rapture could be coming. I've never seen it so close as it is now. And and we have got to make right choices in God's plan for our lives. See, Jesus was interested in the race he ran, and that's who we're supposed to look to, right? Right? We look to him for an example, and not the person next door or this famous person that's athlete or the movie star. Now, me, the movie stars to me are preachers (laughs) that have (laughs) made it big. (laughs) Uh, And until we come up, though, to God's standard, we have more to go. And it doesn't make any difference how old you are. It doesn't. It's up to you to discover what that faith race holds. God has already authored a plan, and it's up to us to find it, to discover it. How do you do that now? You feed on the word of God. You get filled with the Holy Ghost. You come to church. You pray in the Spirit. You have your time with the Lord every day. But I tell you what has never been so crucial to come to church. They tried to eliminate church. This church never closed down and I knew immediately what was their control, that their control was going on. Because I was born in 1940 and I can remember communism and I can remember hiding in the closet because they thought this was during World War One. I. I can remember all that stuff. World War Two. <laughs> Ooh, World War I, yeah. I'm over 100 years old. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, you know what I was thinking? My dad was in World War I. He, my father was in World War I. He was born in the 1800s. Anyway. All right. So in in Luke 2, 49, and the reason I said that, but I did get this some of this from Luke, well. 2.49. And it's when, oh, just let me say some more things here. And you don't have to put it up there yet. Now, everybody in, matures in Christianity at a different rate. And no matter how old we are, we have a purpose. And we need to be interested to fulfill it. Jolene, you haven't finished it yet. Mary, you haven't finished it. Tony hasn't finished it. I haven't finished it. Ken hasn't finished it. See, some people, okay, this is the whole thing. Some people practice disinterest when they're in church. And this is a church that I'm trying to tell you a lot of different things how to. You come to church, but you're not really interested. And that's practicing, practicing disinterest. And there's there's going to be a time you want to know what to do and you wish you would have been interested. It's the truth. I'm telling you. Oh, do you remember you, me telling you this? And some of you... Ta- uh, at Marietta especially, you would know, because Nancy Dufresne, I think that the preachers have said it over and over many times. Anyway, there was a story about uh, an overseas crusade. This minister came from the United States to overseas, and he invited 120 ministers, and those ministers actually invited their, you remember it, yeah. They Well, I think some of you will catch it when I finish it. He he. Invi- those ministers invited their fam their congregations to come to this crusade, and I don't know what it was. You remember it now, see? And Jesus, it, he had a vision. The speaker had a vision, and Jesus stood right in front of you, and he started like with here, and he says, "This is John Alley, and the name of his church is blah 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 blah," and. They're not interested. Do you remember it now? No? And then he went down to the next. And he went to a hundred. He went to all 120, introduced them to this man and this vision and their congregation and, you know, where they were from, what city they were from in those foreign countries. And 117 of them were not interested. God knows. It's just like Billy Brim when she she heard all these people worshiping the Lord and yeah, 3,000 people, it was a, a church of 3,000. Oh, isn't that beautiful that must please you Lord? And he says, just just wait a minute. I'm going to put lights on the one that are worshiping me from their heart, even now, from the spirit. Because you can just sing words. Oh, yeah. and, and what were the... How many were there?
1: Three people. Only three out of 3,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's the same thing now. It is, yeah. It's just that you got to come from the heart. You can get yeah. used to get words and world. you don't even know what you're saying. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah. You know, we're not here to... You're uh, no. here to really worship him and he knows the difference. Oh, yeah, yeah. But see, Jesus... Okay, there were 3. See, notice Jesus did not call being just present a sign that they were interested and the fact they were invited their congregation. They still weren't interested. Jesus called okay, here's what I would, he called interested and I'm glad. I love this scripture. It's Philippians 3 um, verse 10. Well, we'll start with verse 10, and yeah. then maybe you'll understand it. Yeah. Out of the amplifier.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> this was Paul talking. Yeah. Paul, the one who killed Christians. <laughs> okay, got it up there. He sure does. For my determined purpose, Paul said, is that I may know him. Actually, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him. It takes a while to become acquainted with God, but you gotta be interested. I know the difference between me now and back then. What did I know? I mean, I was excited, too enthusiastic. <laughs> you get in trouble sometimes because <laughs> <laughs> I got corrected a lot of times, <laughs> but but they never quenched the enthusiasm. See, are you that interested? I'm telling you the plan of God. Perceive. Okay, let's skip some of those uh, uh, words up there. Do you understand the wonders of His person more strongly and more clearly? Yeah, I do now. And that I may in the same way come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection. Which exerts over believers. And do you know what? The power of his resurrection is in believers. It says in Ephesians 1. And that I may share his sufferings as to be continually transformed in the spirit of his likeness. Even to his death in the hope. That if possible, next verse, I may attain to the spiritual and moral resurrection that lifts me out from among the dead even while in this body. There's dead people out there. Are you interested? Are you interested or are you dead to him? Interested. I'm talking. Okay. First time, I mean, I went to Marilyn Hickey. First time I ever heard a preacher. I didn't know a word she was talking about, but I was already born again. And I sat on the front row in the edge of my seat, and I always tried to get to the front row. I've been gotten in trouble for trying to go to the front row. And at the FCF conference, they said, they said something about, well, if you have, have done the years that I've done, then you would deserve the front row. And I thought, I'm just hungry, that's all. I want. I want to hear it, and I'm short. And when I sit, even behind somebody, you know, I just want to, I want it. (laughs) Oh, Ken, don't distract the people. (laughs) But it's the truth, hunger, like I'm starving, feed me. And if I sit in the front, I'll get it even better. I don't mean that y'all should sit in the front because but okay but see okay and paul even says not that i have attained this ideal or have already been made perfect and paul did a lot but i press on to the mark of the high call of god in christ jesus and i'm not going to stop and that's what the bible says the Amplified, it says, I press to lay hold or grasp and make my own that for which Christ Jesus the Messiah has laid hold on me and made me his own. Remember, I'm always saying this. We press. You're in a boat and there's a shark and that boat is sinking. But there's a boat coming and you got to get over to the other side. And so you... Yeah, get to get over there. It's sinking and sinking, and he's right there. <laughs> you know, and so you've got to stretch as far as you can, and press to the mark of the high call of God. And when you do, you'll be happier. You'll have more finances. You'll have more peace. Your body will be healed. Obviously, what's wrong with you? I know what I did. I got. Hurt and bitter, and I started to get even. That that it, it eats your bones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pleasant words, yeah. I needed, <laughs> and they weren't always pleasant. And that that gets yeah. Well yeah, age always. You know you're that age, and you can. Uh, other people don't have it. Um, well, it runs in your family, which my mother did. Walk and break her hip. Just it just broke <laughs> while she was walking. But, oh, no, that's not it either. But see, press. press. And if you're not interested, say, I'm hungry for a hunger, for a hunger, for a hunger, for a hunger. Oh, for you, because I'm telling you, yes. it'll be much more fun. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. And I can say it's fun. I'm, I'm to a fun place. <laughs> yeah. Come on. But, you see, is this so boring that you're not interested and you fall asleep?
1: Oh it isn't fun to
0: look at when you're up here it's not fun that's what I said you try to stand up here when people are not accepting you okay so okay all right but that okay let's keep going a little bit I press verse 14 on toward the goal to win the supreme and heavenly prize to which God in Christ Jesus is calling us upward. So let those of us who spiritually mature and full-grown, I'm not full-grown yet, have this mind and hold these convictions. But let's, I know about it. If in any respect you have a different attitude, God will make it clear to you. (laughs) Only hold true To what you have already got. Hold true to it. Be interested in it. Apply it to your life. Get into the word. Be interested. This is the most important thing in your life. And order your lives by it. Order your life by it. So, see, what do you long for inside? That's what do you long for inside? That's where your interest lies. It's not emotional or physical, but on the inside, you're reaching and reaching. You're interested. You are speaking, knocking, and asking. I want more. I do. And I mean, even when I was getting these prophesied, it was, oh, yes. You know, people retire, even from the ministry at this age. Do, There is no way... <laughs> I mean, maybe I won't be up here all the time, but but I am not retiring. Yeah, you don't you don't do that. <laughs> See, okay, Luke 2:49, and that it, it's talking about when uh, his mom and dad took him to some feast or something to Jerusalem. And then, you know, there were all the Jewish people went up there, and, and he was 12 years old, and all of a sudden, three days later, they discovered, where's our son? <laughs> oh, I thought he was with relatives. <laughs> How would you like that? Your kid's lost. Okay, in verse 249. Okay, 248. Let's go to Luke 2:48 And when they Joseph and Mary saw Jesus they were amazed and his mother said to him child why have you treated us like this here your father and I have been anxiously looking for you distressed and tormented you can imagine if you can't find your kid like one time I couldn't find Michael <laughs> the whole neighborhood was there and we called the cops and everything he was asleep in the garage, in the back seat of the car. (laughs) Anyway, and he said to them, how is it that you had to look for me? Did you not see and know that it was necessary as a duty for me to be in my father's house and occupied about my father's business? He was 12 years old, but they did not comprehend what he was talking about. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth, And was habitually obedient to him, to his parents, that's honor. That's honor. It's honorable to care about what is being taught from this pulpit. Also, you honor and God knows it. And he will honor you. To them who honor me, I will honor, God said. And his mother kept and closely and persistently guarded all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in broad and in full understanding and stature years and favor with God and man. So, so I, um, I know that I'm 82 and I still have business to conduct here for the father because it started so late. And Jesus said, he said, I must be in my father's house. And I must be too. And all you must be. Not not because I have to be behind the pulpit. Maybe that's where God wants you to be. Yeah. See, we should get up every day with the must presiding in us. And a lot of times I'll get text. I was talking about texts way back and never finished that. I mean, I get so many texts that I need to answer. I still haven't answered them. If, I mean, if they're from Barley Burley and him and other people, and it's okay because there's things I can tend to easier than calling a lot of yeah. times. And, you know, the things at church. But, um, you know, even, even to look at this, at the age of 12, Jesus said, I must be about my father's business. And he knew Joseph wasn't his real father. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He, was, he was already learning God was his father yeah and that he was God's son, and that he had a job to do on the planet. He had a job to do on the planet, and so do we. The time is short, so pay attention every day what you need to do to finish your race. You can't live your life out of order. I know that now, because I have at times, and part of order is preparing for what's ahead. And I can tell you this, too. I don't miss church. I've been sick sometimes. With a, Kenny could tell you that. Splitting headache. Yeah. And I come, I thought, no way. I'm going to go there and teach on healing. And yeah. <laughs> I did. Uh, green <laughs> Migraine.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, green that doesn't happen anymore. No, but it damn, used to, like time. about 10 years ago. Yeah. It did. See, even if you're faithful to, to, to... To the place you are, you have to save time every day to to prepare for the future plan God has for you. See a lack of preparation can disqualify you. And it's easy just to deal with things that come up in your in your life. Yeah, let's you know. Yeah, come on. There's lots of things that come up. I know they still do and neglect the main purpose God has for you. Make it, make it number one. Um, Uh, Well, let's see how much. Okay, so see, do you give yourself time to prepare for where God wants to take you? Okay, right now, see, it ain't the job that you're supposed to have. That's why you got to put, you know. But when you go to the job, you do the very best you are because that job is a training ground for you, for integrity, honesty, doing the very best you can for that employer and not short-cheating him. It's trying to train you. And I can look back at my life, and I saw I can see my training grounds. So our, our folks wanted us to go to college because they well, <laughs> well, my mom went to what? The fifth grade, my dad, the third grade. Yeah. However, he was help, able to help me with geometry and algebra. <laughs> he was math minded <laughs> and had a business. And I told you my uncle went to the, he went to the third grade, my dad went to the fourth. That was his brother and he became a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. But see, so it's just that God had that planet. And I must say, though they were in that same d they were very godly people, very. Um, So every place you go. Okay, so I went to Creighton University, and I went for four years and got my Bachelor of Science degree in nursing just because I didn't know what else to do. I really liked teaching, <laughs> but that's, well, then they even told me, you know, you ought to teach nursing, so I'd see they even recognized it, okay, but yeah. then I got married right away when I got, and um, worked, worked some, and, but all those places were training grounds, because I can remember things that would happen right on the floor, and they were training grounds that taught me, or I got chastised for them or something to that effect you know and there's things you have to take you can't get offended and, and all of it is training okay so then I decide to go to the YMCA when I'm 30 because I want to exercise and get rid of four C-sections <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I, I'm, I'm extremely faithful to go when the class is all of a sudden, one day, the director of the YMCA says, well, we got this girl that graduated from college to do this, and she never shows up, and she never shows up on time, and she never shows up. I wonder if you'd take the class. I went, me? But it was a training ground, because I would be afraid to stand in front of people. Ooh, in college, I I, I got, I just I went, and I got frozen. In speech class, I froze. And then I stumbled (laughs) because there was a step and I froze and the teacher said, you're your own worst enemy. (laughs) But see, that was training ground to have to stand in front of those people and I had as high as 100 people. There was only one exercise class. That's why. And, And I stayed there for 14 years. That's how long it took me. During that time, I got born-again, or new Christianity. I started to put godly music. Before that, it was... Uh, oh, It was not good stuff. <laughs> it was all the bad bands. <laughs> because they had the beat. <laughs> and the beat was, let's see, one, two, three, four. <laughs> I mean, sit-ups. I was a sit-up queen. <laughs> Honest to God, I won the sit-ups do 100 sit-ups in a minute anyway i did now i got to, no i always have been tight with a hernia right there anyway so i mean i'm just telling you my life those were training grounds but i was getting older and older <laughs> then i got to be a christian and all these people Oh, yeah, yeah! right off the bat, I get to be the president of women's glory. I didn't know what I was doing. because there were- But there was no one else in town that would take it. And so I did. That was a training ground, a huge training ground. We also went into prison ministry for seven years in uh, uh, Omaha Correctional Center. That was a training ground, huge. And I wound up teaching in there in the men's, not the women's, men's. Because the other original teacher was a woman, and she left. But Ken was always with me. And, and there were other couples. But um, that was a training ground. Uh, and then I, in 19, okay, then the place, the church, we were going to church in Omaha, Word Outreach. And the place, they started a school. And so I went there to help a school because Mark and Mike were in the school. My, my two sons were. Anyway, my daughters were older. Uh, our daughters, and um, and wait, wait, so I can get my train of thought, <laughs> okay, okay, so, okay, so one day, and there, there was a teacher who was certified, I mean, she was, had gone to school, she was certified, blah, 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 her husband died, and I used to be in her class a lot, and she said, Jackie, you're, you have a teaching capability, yeah. I can tell, and she said, you take over my class, I trust you, totally, in fact, um, that was Michael's, he's still a good friend of his. Yeah, he's still friends with him. Uh, and it's all right, it doesn't make any difference. But um, uh, that was a training ground. And then I thought, oh, she always encouraged me. You should have been a school teacher. You should have been a school teacher. So, so then we come, I come. we come back to Fremont. And then, okay, then, then the Baptists were starting a homeschool school and they found out about me somehow and uh, asked me to take it and I couldn't make up my mind whether I wanted to do it or not. And I'll be real honest with you and I know, and it just, oh, uh, my, my mouth drops to the floor. Kenneth Hagan, we went to the camp meeting of Kenneth Hagen. And this was like all week from Monday through Saturday night. And we stayed Saturday night. We weren't pastors or anything like that. And all right, and all right, Saturday night. And at the end of the whole thing, Kenneth Hagin stood up and he gave a prophecy about a couple that was having trouble with their marriage. And by this time next year, it would all be come back together. He gave another prophecy. And then he said, there's a school teacher here. And you can't decide whether you should do it or not. And he said, "You can't." I thought, "I'm not a school teacher. I'm not really a school teacher." <laughs> See, I always make excuses. And he says, "Do it. It's in the plan of God for you." And now when I look back on it, it was me. And I went, there was 14,000 people there. 14,000 people was in downtown Tulsa, Oklahoma. And he gave, and the Lord said it to me, so I came back. And I thought, well, I think that probably was. <laughs> and I, so I told him, and we did school, and then pretty soon they found out I was tongue talker. <laughs> and And they got rid of me, except they always, the one who started it was very nice to me always, and to this day, they're friends, and he said, man, we didn't know, we, you gave us such good music, because it was all Hosanna music, it was all word music, and stuff would happen in chapels, (laughs) anyway, then I got Sherry, and we started our own, not the first year, but after that, uh, we started our own, and we had as high as 40 kids in there, that one time, from kindergarten up to 12th grade, and one of those kids became a, a physician. Another one, Mindy. She became a nurse with her degree in nursing. <laughs> I mean, so this was homeschool school. They graduated from, and, um, and they did, I mean, they all were successful. And, um, but then, uh, how was it? I just felt this hall that something was going on you know, with the thing, and then we were having prayer meetings, and one day, we were using Jeremiah, God, give us a pastor in this town with a heart after you, and, it, well, it's a scripture, and Jeremiah 3, I'm telling you all this because I look back and I saw the plan. But I was hungry and interested enough to keep Going yeah. to keep taking a chance, yeah. start a school. Yeah. Oh my gosh, myself. I mean, at least they were getting all the curriculum you know, taking care of, all that. So yeah. So then I had to do that, but that was a that was a training ground. Yes. Yeah. I see it, but but you have to have guts enough then to take the step, yeah, come on. to step out. That's right. And I'm telling you this because that plan, there, it wasn't just like. Oh, see, some people come in and say, I'm going to call to be an apostle. They come in, could you support me? Yeah, if you clean the toilets first. (laughs) All seriousness. I was in every, I was so excited to serve God in Omaha. I was in every single ministry there was. I mean, I go to the nursery. I go clean the toilets. Vacuum, do this, do that. Yeah, yeah. And that's God's plan. You've got to start. You've got to move. Through. I didn't realize it. I was just excited to serve God in any way I could serve God, any way I could serve him. Do you see what I mean? Are you, are you interested? So you have to get interested, and in, I don't care if you're 90, you're, and you haven't really completed, you're not done just keep going, get hungry, keep going, Uh, so see, God God always wants to take us further, and he is not done with us, no matter where we are in the plan of God, so we got to make priority time for this, okay, Ephesians 2.10, Man, you know, that plan, and in between, you see, martial arts could be a training ground for you guys. It's the truth. How about, you know, how about our champion cage fighter here? (laughs) We got got a champion cage fighter, (laughs) but no more. You see, but you thought, but see, that wasn't the whole plan, but it might've taught you something. And, yeah, and he went, hey, Luis is back. And, and Christ, this is Luis, come here, stand up. <laughs> uh, yeah, Luis Sofuentes. And when he was little, I mean, he came from Mexico, right? And couldn't speak Spanish, and all the kids made fun of him. So his dad sent him, I bet,
1: <laughs>
0: to defend yourself, because you were bullied a lot. You know, and he wound up being a a champion in Iowa for that and did some of it in California. But now he knows God's got a plan for you because you're getting older. (laughs) And his plan is in this church. And I, I, okay, yeah, Ephesians, he's coming up, 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 up. Okay, Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's own handiwork. Like a carpenter, like somebody who sews, or or an artist, that's handiwork. You know what I mean? You are God's own handiwork, his workmanship. But you were recreated in, in Christ Jesus, born anew for what reason? so you can go to heaven. You're going to go to rapture. You're not even going to go if you're not interested. You're going to go in later ones. <laughs> that you may do the good works which God predestined and planned beforehand for you. He sent you to the earth to do a job for him. But, see... He planned it beforehand. Taking paths, but now you, now you're on the earth, but you got to take the paths he prepared ahead of time. How do you know what the path is? I didn't know what I was doing. It was just that I I was so hungry. For the word of God that I read that Bible through in no time at all. I was like, oh my gosh. I used to try all the time before it. It was boring. But I was spirit-filled also immediately. Right away, I got spirit-filled, and he's the one who did it. I never even heard of it. Got spirit-filled in the bathtub. And I've told you that before. Because I, but see, the very first thing, worship God with all your heart. I was sitting in the bathtub going, hallelujah, in a bubble bath <laughs> close to Christmas. Hallelujah, hallelujah. La 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 da da. Keep going on. Lord, I love you. And I tell you, my hands were buzzing. And all of a sudden I went, Zola I went, what? <laughs> huh? What was that? <laughs> and I thought. Ooh, but I was tingling, and I could just feel the presence of God. And um, my hands were almost shaking. And, uh, and I'll tell you what. Two weeks later, I went to, that was before I was the president of Women's Glow, way before. But I went to this um, meeting of, of Women's Glow, and somebody came up to me and said, "Elsie As, anyway, she said, you know, there's more you can have after you get born again. And she was going to tell you about getting filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, which is for today, and it's in the Bible. And um, I went, I never said anything to her because it was so sacred to me. Do you ever have anything happen that was so sacred with God, you didn't want to tell anybody for a long time? And I didn't tell her. And I, I thank you. I couldn't wait. Until I got home, I thought, well, if I could sing in him, I can talk in him. Most people get it just the other way—they talk in him and then sing in (laughs) him. But uh, and as soon as she left, she gave me a ride home. We live out in the country, and and uh, as soon as she left, I went. I can talk in (laughs) him. And and, um, I was spirit filled, and that is a higher place because it's a direct and it says it right in First Corinthians 14 too. I'm hearing somebody in town come and say, ah, oh, those tongues are dead. They, they're dead. They burned up. In fact, they came to our house and said it. <laughs> while we had a whole bunch of company outside. <laughs> so, I'm, that's not true. And that is huck them there and speaking them in the the bars or in drug deals and stuff like that. Anyway, I'm just going to tell you, you have more of an understanding of the Word of God. And that's the plan of God. And not only that, a car accident happened right in our ditch, right across in our ditch. And the neighbor boys, and and it, they were in a too tiny of a little pickup. It was a tiny little pickup, but there were three of them in the front seat. They were all boys, young boys, and it was a stick shift, and and the shifter went right into his lung. And all the neighbors are outside. <laughs> and uh, you know what? This is the one time I never I'd, I had such a splitting headache. I didn't go to church, and I was in my bathroom. Yeah, and even when I had a headache, I would go. I don't know why I didn't go that day. And I went, again, I just marched out there. (laughs) I just marched out there, and I just went up to the pickup right where they were. And I started praying for them and and speaking the word, and then I started praying in tongues, and I did. I I mean, you know, sometimes I was just so bent on helping them. And not that I'm patting myself on the back, but I was praying in tongues. And everybody was just standing back. <laughs> but see, sometimes God's boldness will also come into you. And I was glad I knew how to speak in tongues. Because, yeah, and, yeah, then we went to visit him in the hospital, and his pressure, he still had the hole, and his pressure was going down, 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 down. And, uh, and, and we were going, the doctor, the surgeon came in. But he happened to know me also, and he went, "Oh, oh you're praying. That's okay. Just pray. You know, normally you back off when, and, and you know, uh, yeah." And his, his his pressure started coming up when we were praying. Yeah, However, they did take him to surgery, and they needed to fix it. <laughs> of course, not going to live with a hole in him. But um, that they're, they're just. A lot of things I look back on and You got to be gutsy, yeah. Yeah. and the more you love God, the gutsier yeah. you get. Yeah. And sometimes you even get in trouble. Yeah. Okay, so you are <laughs> His handiwork, but that's where. And see, you you could even relax. Oh yes, a pastor the pulpit. big deal. God's pr- more. There's more, and. You know, you can get lackadaisical like or just kind of go home and stay. I've been there and done it. I'll admit it. And then get too busy and not have to get in the Word and stuff. I, you know what? I just know I can't do that anymore. Can't do it. You can't do it. And it's necessary to come as a body. There's a corporate anointing. Amen. Amen. The Internet and all that stuff is fine and dandy, but there's a corporate anointing. And you get more out of it, and you become more interested. So, okay, did I finish even reading it? <laughs> he, he, he had a good life that he pre-arranged and made ready for you to live. He predestined what he wanted you to do. So how do we do good works? Works. We take the path which he prepared ahead of time living the good life yeah. it says. Yeah. And you see and I'm a woman. I got a lot of persecution. You know what? I don't really give a hang what anybody in this whole cotton picking town says about me because I love God. Right. And I know I, he is number one in my life and I really don't care. But we're still here, and it's been 28 years. I've been a pastor for 28 years. and No, 29. I figured it out this morning. I, I did it till the 19... I actually put 1993 <laughs> minus... I mean, 2004 minus 1990. And so... Um, you, so we, we want to celebrate when we get to 30. <laughs> We've been a church that long. But, you know, people said we wouldn't last. People said we wouldn't be able to pay this church. We'd be out of it. We paid for it. We paid for the parking lot. And the parking lot, that's expensive. And it kept getting worse and worse and worse, too. And honestly, I'll be honest with you, it came up to $100,000 And we paid it off. Now we still got money. Uh, But all the time, all those words of prophecies that we got, God kept saying, You're because you give, I'm always we're always giving out there. Overgiving. (laughs) I've been accused of overgiving also. And that's how you keep getting. (laughs) Yeah. So you take those paths he prepared ahead of time living the good life. How do you even know the, how do you know why was I supposed to start that school? How come I went to Kenneth it. You know what I, and it was it, it's because I it was in the word and I was praying in the spirit a lot. Amen. But I wasn't getting many phone calls and there wasn't such a thing as text. There wasn't even cell phones. <laughs> and, and all that stuff. See he prepared it, but we have to take the path. Once we are in, we are in there. You gotta take the path. And just because he prepared it doesn't mean we're gonna live it. And this is where many just float. And they think because they just come to church, they're taking the path. Or just because they got born again, you gotta do more than that. Gotta get in the word, staying full takes away offense. What I mean, every day, getting into this sum of the word and take your, your everything's better off. Your children, your marriage, your money. Your money, you have more money. I'm serious. That's God because He's he's like a daddy. Who, who causes the storms and the tornadoes and all the flooding? The devil. And he said... And if you read, see, so you've got to know the Bible. He gave us authority when he went up into heaven. He said, behold, I give you authority to cast out demons. To, to uh, what, yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I, I
0: always want to get them in order, though. He's, he said, to, to first one he said was cast out demons. <laughs> You mean there? Sure, there is. The yeah. devil is evil. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then it, if you drink any deadly thing, it won't harm you. If if you get bit by a mosquito that <laughs> can make you sick, you know, it's not going to harm you. I I mean, I'm using it for today. If you get bit by snakes, uh, you lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. And I missed one. What did I miss? Anyway. Oh, you drink any... No, that's right. Anyway, I just want to say this. By him saying that, he says, now you do it. And that's the great commission. And I know where it's at. I mean, it's in Matthew 28, and it's in Mark 16. Mark 16, yeah. So, see, all of this... He'll make your life greater. That's all I can say. Your rest of your family starts coming in line. I got a nephew that's 65 years old. I had a nephew 70 that died five years ago. He would have been, he's 10, 10 years, he'd be eight, no, yeah. He's, he was 10 years younger than me, that's all. So my sister had a baby when you know, I was 10 years old. I was the youngest one. But I have a 65-year-old nephew who is now calling me from Alaska because he's been abandoned by his family because of Christianity and speaking in tongues. And, oh my gosh, he texts me constantly and I'm giving him scriptures because there's not much in Alaska. And he's so happy because, you know, there's someone in the family that he can talk to his aunt, Aunt Jackie. (laughs) See, I'm seeing stuff happen. So, people, many people diminish the preparation because it's not the jackpot, so to speak, right? It's not the, well, oh, I'm supposed to be a pester. And so, what do I have to go through all this for? Why do I have to clean the toilets? If you don't start there, you're never going to get there. And not everybody's in the five fold ministry. And let me tell you, you need, I have a lot more, but I'm not going to give it. I'll give it next time, maybe. Uh, but the ministry of helps is an office. Yeah. And it says it right in the Bible. The ministry of helps is an office. Okay, the word deaconate, yeah. yeah. deacon, means helper. Yeah. See, people think, John, I put you on the deacon board. Oh, 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 Mark, I put you on the deacon board. Big, yeah. nah. You know why? Because you're in the ministry of Helps. Right. Yeah. <laughs> David, you're a deacon because you clean the toilets yeah. and you do the camera. Yeah. 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 You're a deacon. Right. Deaconate, it means helper. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Helping in the ministry. Yeah. 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 This is another thing. Most churches are regulated by a board from oh, yeah. some way off place. Yeah. I am under somebody. Under two, in fact. But they do not tell you what to do. But if you get out of line and they hear about it, you call them and say, she's getting weird. (laughs) They'll come and chastise. They'll stop me. But see, the, the right order of the church is not to have somebody, the board is higher than you. No, God gives the vision and he gives what is to be done to the pastor. That is error. They are not anointed to do that, to tell you what to do, to hire you, to fire you. So I don't get hired or fired except by God. (laughs) So see, okay, so there's a fulfillment or a jack. Okay, there is no fulfillment. There is no jackpot without preparation. And don't treat it lightly. Don't treat doing what you're doing lightly. Everything you're doing. The nursery. The toilets. The grass. You don't know how much it means to me to have a nice nice landscape outside. People are talking about it. They said, man, you guys. Now, see, Luis, Luis noticed. He had never seen the parking lot. I forgot about that. He said, man, it makes it look nice and clean. And the neighbors have said that too. See, um, Bible school, the ministry of helps, helping a church, just even having jobs, the job you have that's totally in the world system. You you probably got prepared. She's a retired nurse in the Air Force. Air Force? Yeah, Air Force. And... um, so, you know what? You'd be surprised. It might be a, might have been a prep time for you. No matter what your life was. A lot of things are prep times for us. And we don't realize the YMCA was. <laughs> Who would have thought that? <laughs> but I learned to be, boy, well, I was always there. And I was, I'd study what I had to do. I honestly started the Aquanastis class at the Y it still exists the water class because yeah. that was it had just come into being yeah, yeah. and the director handed me a book he said, here read it and start this class. Well, they
1: trust you.
0: okay yeah. okay but see when you get that even like this I study I study because you want to do you want to do it with integrity and the highest p- way you can do it, yeah. it yeah. to help people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Well, you know just just know this too uh, not everyone is called to the fivefold even because they just because they went to bible college or anything like that god has a heaven birth plan for your life and just because he has it though doesn't mean we will be in it or finish it or accomplish it but never dishonor devalue your time of preparation don't be disinterested like it's boring or a waste of time. Church even, or a time to play with a cell phone or can around. I tell you, not in one church that's teaching the word. I can see it other <laughs> I can see it other places do no. I mean, okay, she, you know, there are people who have been other places and they said they used to sit there, make out their grocery list write letters, write thank you notes. <laughs> they get their work done because it was... But see, not not when you come where, where you're getting the word of God. It's huge. See, don't even devalue the job that you had. And do the best you can at that job no matter what it is because it teaches you honesty it teaches you integrity organization how to deal with people and every day of your life have the mindset you are preparing for the greatness of God's plan the finishing one preparation time is never lost time and I don't care how old you are so but really God can only take you as far as you are interested and prepared so preparation time is everything to the plan of God and he knows where you are and with that I am going to quit (laughs) now I'm just going to ask this I mentioned the infilling of the Holy Spirit and I, I mean if there's anyone in here or if you've I don't know uh if everyone here is, has received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and you know, all it takes is a want to. But it's not something that someone forces on you, or you just want to get rid of them. <laughs> you go from door to door, and okay, I'll say the prayer. You go, you got rid of them, <laughs> it didn't work. Or, you know, or, or maybe a backslid or, or you want to rededicate your life to the Lord. All those things are available right now and we'll say a prayer with you. Or if you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues and it's real. You know how honest I've been with you today. Yeah. I wouldn't tell you something that wasn't of God. I've been the other way and not. 42 years of being the right way. And why would God himself do that to me when i knew do nothing about it, never even heard of it? So, you know, we're just going to have, uh, you know, let's just, I don't know. I'm going to ask you if, if you would like to say a prayer with me or to, to come to come up here right now. Or maybe you even want hands laid on you for healing. Let's just, just say that too. So we're gonna, you wanna get some music? Mm-hmm. We're gonna just ask you but uh, to come up. I tell you what, Jesus paid that price for you on the cross I mean I I would celebrate the cross stuff and I never even knew what it was why do we do it why do we do it I would ask questions about it and finally I mean I was a curious curious little girl too about all that stuff and I got in trouble for asking questions and um so I shut my mouth, and I kept my love for God hidden. And it, it, it was kind of hard for me to even open it up because even when I first got born again, because uh, you know I didn't know if people were gonna laugh. Who cares? I don't care anymore. I don't care if they abandon me, I don't care. I could care less. That's a good feeling it is excellent. <laughs> to do that. But, you know, even if you need, he's up here for healing in his body. But if you want to come up for any kind of prayer, even just if you need to, you you want to just live a better life, come on up here. And God, it's not that I can do, but it's God who loves you. He loves you. That's who he loves. Good for you, sir. He loves you. Okay, let's why don't you? You could just leave it there, baby, and have te- them come up closer. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Come all the way up. I need help. Get up. Just a step. Uh, there you go. That's all I need. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. behind you. Oh, my God. See, there's a strong anointing here. She, she, you get, oh, my goodness. Thank you, Father. Whoa. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Didn't even touch her. That was God. She? No, I want to tell you something. I didn't touch her. That's because the power of God is here. The anointing of God is here, and he wants to work on her he wants to work on her that's all don't be scared this is in the bible it says (laughs) you know okay i can remember one of them they said to jesus in the garden of gethsemane and he said they said are you are you jesus the christ and he said i am and when he said the word, I am, which means Christ, the Messiah, they all fell over. The soldiers all fell over. <laughs> the power of God came. I want to tell you something. We're trying to be a real church. I I was tired of fakey stuff. I don't like fake. And I'm not a fake. And I don't care what you say about the woman thing. I can prove it to you. God needs everybody and in fact one of the scriptures is there is no male or female no no Jew or Greek or even something else there's another word in there in Christ in Christ Jesus that means inside your spirit this is truth that's the word get in the word you'll be able to prove things I've gone through the Bible 35 times, and I don't know nothing. See, you've got to have an interest. You've got to have a want to, and a want to, and you want to learn, and you want to have those scriptures. That's nothing, I'm not saying that. It's like, who? what do I know? The more you know, the more you know you don't know. <laughs> it's the truth. He's, he's ruler in this church, not me just got another job. You clean the toilets (laughs) and I'll stand behind the pulpit. (laughs) Amen. So anyway, so thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, because he wants you to be if he wants to, oh he wants to be your Santa Claus. <laughs> he, more than that. Yes, really yes. Yes. Me, you know? And and keep keep praying that Ephesians prayer. Ephesians 1, 16 through 23, every day. Every day. I've said it for we say it more than once a day sometimes for 42 years. And it says, and it says open the oh I'm gonna pray it for. God, I ask you, she's asking you for the plan of God for her life, Lord God, and for abundance. And once again, we break that curse of poverty over her life and from her background. And Lord, I thank you that you're going to open up the eyes of her understanding and flood her heart with light that she might know the hope to which she has been called and how glorious is the inheritance of the saints and that she might know the surpassing immeasurable greatness of God's power in her and for her to those who believe the resurrection power, the power of God that when he raised Jesus from the dead and sat him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. And further, God, your word says, That you, once we get born again, you raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Our spirits are there right now. And it's the highest place of authority over the evil of the world system in the universe. The highest place of authority, higher than any king or president, and you have it. And so keep, you just keep praying that. God and and say what's what step should I take next and more than likely worship him every day get into the word and love him and that plan starts to take place so father I thank you I thank you that you're gonna open up her eyes as never before and she's gonna have such a want to such an interest such a hunger for you as she's never had before in her life and and break out of poverty and sickness and disease and all those things that you actually died on the cross for. You redeemed us from poverty. You redeemed us from sickness and disease and from spiritual death. And that she has, she is redeemed from spiritual death because Jesus lives in her. And so, Father, I thank you for that. And I thank you for the sincerity of her heart. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Thank you, Mr. Mm-hmm. Benjamin. <laughs> Can I take your hands up? Yeah. Father God, you heard his desire for his family, Lord. I thank you, Father, that you open up the eyes of his understanding in his heart and you are born again, right? You've received Jesus as Lord and Savior, have you? You're not he
1: sure? Death, he, definitely has, he definitely saves, saves me, yeah. Uh, he makes me who I am, that's for
0: sure. Okay, Too but, much time. Yeah, well, okay, let, Okay. yeah, there's certain, I know what you, okay, you have a kind of like, yeah, but you I know what, in yeah, yeah, I get it, yeah, and he, Um. you have to let him take control, but let's say this prayer, Jesus, just follow after me say, Jesus, I want you to take over my heart and come to live in me you to take over my life I make you the lord of my life what I do what I say what I listen to what I look at where I go and Lord I just want to be a part of that family the family of God And I'm asking you to open my eyes and open my heart for you to pour in everything that you have for me. And I'm asking you to send laborers into my family's life. Our Lord, use me as I learn more about the word. to to tell them of your goodness and your mercy that they may follow you and that I might follow you all the days of my life. And I thank you for this, Lord. And I believe that I received you even right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Too that talks about that, okay? Glory to God! Yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You're in the family of God. See, I went to church for all those years, baptized, baptized, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't. He didn't come to live in me. I didn't know about it because they never told me. <laughs> so he comes to actually come and live in you. Take over your life. It's great. I mean, it's great. That you're you're starting in the plan of God. Yes!
1: Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah!
0: <laughs> Hallelujah, yes. Thank you. And I don't get that that's scary how she fell. <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> it's just this the power of God. Yeah, you could sit down now if you wish. Sure. So father that that it'll be smooth it'll be like nothing lord and that even right now if there was something wrong in the colon that that you are healing it (laughs) and father god that that it will be as nothing when they they do the surgery lord that the surgery will take place and oh it'll just be a breeze i thank you father for quick recovery in his life, and that the the fulfillment of the will and the plan of God that you have had for him from the foundations of the world <laughs> will come to pass in his life, and you've told me about some of those. God wants that for you, okay? He's a good God. You know what? And you know, even that thing that happened the other day, God's going to use it. He used it of this to make your, you better. I got surgery too. I did surgery too. It's where my faith was. I had cancer and I wanted it removed, but I wouldn't take the chemo. So see, you know, a guy asked God what to do. But you just, yeah. God's a healer, but he heals through them too. Yes. Hallelujah. Well, you're God's child and he's on your side and you're filled with the Holy Ghost and just keep praying in tongues and Keep getting in the word before you go. Okay? Get those healing scriptures. Love you. Love you. Love you too. Thank you. Okay. Isaiah 58 it says, spring forth speedily health. Yeah. That's why yes. I praying for you. Okay. Isaiah 58 okay. I, yeah. okay. Yes, I love that scripture. Isaiah 58, it says, and your body hears that. Okay? It says something about bring the light and your, your health will spring forth speedily. 58, oh, if you can't remember, well, I'll show it to you. We'll show it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Okay. my
1: body
0: Yes. Yeah, I agree. yes. Me too. am <laughs> Amen. Okay. So, yes, anything okay, that which God has not planted is rooted out. Yes. And destroyed in your body by God. Yes. <laughs> Any, 15, yeah, Matthew 15 13 what God has not planted cannot stay you are the body of Christ right. and so I thank you father that any growth any anything any tumor any uh, in her tissue in her cells in her bones and in, in her uh, any of her organs in any of the um, chemical secretions in her body and her whole system of those organs working together are stronger and stronger God and that she will fulfill the whole will and the whole plan of God for her life doesn't make any difference if she's 83 doesn't make any difference no with long life he life he will satisfy you and show you his salvation his healing his safety his deliverance, His prosperity, His preservation, and soundness of mind. Amen. I Amen. It. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise yes. God. You yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. God's will. God's plan. Okay. Thank you, Father, for that perfect will, the perfect plan of God. And Father, I thank you that you give him wisdom. It says if we ask for wisdom in James, that he will give it to us liberally, and pray not. And you give him wisdom as to how to prepare for that will and plan of God and to be one with his wife in that area. Or, you know, to help, <laughs> to be a helper. And so Father, I thank you that their minds and their hearts and their souls are in one accord (laughs) right now because they're both born again they're both spirit-filled and love you with all their heart and i thank you father for the will and plan of god for michelle to come to pass also in the name of jesus amen amen Amen. hallelujah Hallelujah. glory Uh Uh
1: Uh
0: Uh yeah and over yourself keep saying see you've got to say that stuff and then that plan starts to come Ephesians 1 16 through 23 uh, Ephesians 3 uh, 14 through the end of the chapter <laughs> and um, and Colossians 1 9 I go through 15 I think I don't know it, it just keep reading it's good <laughs> yeah but but, right. Right. <laughs> no, but Amen. if you say those three every day. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Oh. Okay. And you can get rid of this because, oh, you didn't hear the sermon. You were in here. Oh, boy. Please yeah. do, because it's got the will and plan of God for you. Yeah. And I know. I'm sorry. But, yeah. Father. And you know what? The best way to get rid of that is—do you have the book Renu- *Renewed Mind* by by Nancy Dufresne, A sound, disciplined mind, because she got into depression and uh, didn't really—you know—and and she studied and studied and studied and <laughs> and asked God, and she is like, like she's always smiling now. And so it really helped me, too, because, okay, and the way to do is to get into the Word every day, and no matter what's going on, with everything else. do not make any difference. You just keep doing it and make Him number one. And please listen to the sermon because that'll help you It itself. Yeah, so Father God, I pray that you open up the eyes of her understanding, flood her heart with light, and when those thoughts... Part of this is depressing thoughts. Thought are not of God, and they're from the devil. And immediately we answer him and out loud, because he cannot read your mind, but you answer him and tell him to get out in the name of Jesus. And I, I mean, it's working for me, too. Even at this long, this where I'm at in, in Christianity and what I'm doing. I've got to do it at myself because those thoughts will come. Yeah? No. No. And just remember this. You're redeemed from the curse of the law. All generational, yeah, curses are broken in her life. They are broken because she is redeemed. She's rescued. She's ransomed by the blood of Jesus because she is born again and she is filled with the Holy Ghost and praise. Lot, you know, but, but get in the word and it's specific words like things that are important. No weapon formed against me. God didn't give me a spirit of fear. Get out of here, devil. Yet he'll flee, he has to flee, and that's really important every day, especially for that. Yeah, you don't have to put down, you don't have to. Have. And I know what you mean because I've been there, yeah, honest to God why so I'm good in psychology <laughs> but he even says in that one uh, in Ephesians 4 8 think and that that's a command Wait, think on things that are true yes. what's true the word yeah. lovely yeah. honest just, just and a so you know <laughs> of a good report right and it says rejoice that means Re, re and yeah. rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. And even the fact is, as re, you got to reduce yourself yeah. up. <laughs> That's what I always think. Yeah. And I go, okay, God, but I don't feel like it. Okay, ha ha ha. You don't like Sonia does ha 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 <laughs> Pretty soon, you're ha 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 so I thank you, Father, for the burden we yoke-destroying power of God to work in her life and depression and all that stuff. Get out in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay. Love you. Love you. Thank you. Okay. Well, hi. Did you want a prayer? jesus or something so okay so father god and you've taken jesus in your heart haven't you you took jesus in your heart didn't you yeah okay so in the name of jesus we command anything that any infirmity that has to leave her body because jesus lives in her heart and he redeemed her He rescued her from inflammatory and inflammation and coughing in her lungs and in her vocal cords. In fact, Father, I pray for anointed vocal cords for her because she's going to preach the gospel. You're going to preach to people? Sure you are, and help people. That's okay. So, Father, I just thank you that inflammation and infection Go from her sinuses, from her her upper respiratory system, in all her vocal cords, in the name of Jesus. Do you feel <laughs> that was the power of God? <laughs> he almost fell down. Did you? Can you keep me on I love you. Oh. Yes, strong immune system. Yeah, yeah. Keep proclaiming. Yeah. What's wrong with you, bud? That isn't always what it do. You, you brush your teeth. I'm being practical. <laughs> no. Not much. Yeah. Well, okay. So, okay, Father, you can you heal everything. I thank you, Father, that you heal those cavities. Do you, are these in your good teeth and your big teeth? That those cavities are. Do you know? Okay. So, Father God you for that infection that's infection and inflammation and um, Lord I thank you that you give his mother wisdom as to even what he eats and doesn't eat <laughs> in the name of Jesus and yes well, what God has not planted has rooted and dissolved out of you right? Do you hear me Daniel? What God has not planted he didn't plant that in you God didn't put that in Amen? You just enjoy.
1: So what do you want prayer for?
0: You want to be a mommy? You want a what? You want your own mommy? Yeah, okay. Wait. are you living with her stay? Prayer for her mommy? Oh, okay. What do you want her to do to like come to church or what and to be happy? thank you that you, you, you um, send laborers into Lynn's life, oh God, so that they can have a happy, normal, secure life, Lord, and that you, Father, I thank you that the heritage that she has is from her mother, your grandma and lord that that heritage has to come down the covenant that that debbie has grandma debbie has will come to all of her family and so father you hear hear the cries out from her heart she wants her mama to be happy and to play with her and and to do things with her and so father i just ask you that you, you that request from this precious little spirit lord and that you give her supernatural protection from any harm both daniel and her lord and annie that that supernatural angels to be around them to guard them and keep them in all of their ways Mm-hmm. And I thank you, Father, that all of the past is wiped out in Jesus'
1: name. And he's stammering that we shall speak plainly in the name mm-hmm. of Jesus. Amen.
0: Okay, well, all right. Uh, Yeah. So I think we're done. (laughs) Okay, well. So Father God, I thank you, Father, that all of these things, that these people, your your precious children of God, have come to you will come to pass, Lord God, and that the supernatural angels go with them and Lord. Uh, that the blood of Jesus is over and around them and no weapon formed against any of these people shall prosper. No weapon. We decree that and declare that, and that's your word, and it never returns void, but shall accomplish what we please and prosper in the thing for which we sent it. And so I thank you. Devil, you have no right over anyone, and you will not steal what was spoken that the fruit of the word of God shall remain in these people's spirits. And you cannot steal it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, you're dismissed.